0: I'm the Black Country Vlogger and I'm a bullet idiot. Yeah, yeah. Hello, welcome to the Black Country Vlogger Podcast. My name is Matt and this is episode five, I think. So today I'm gonna to talk about day six and day seven. to be honest day six would be our last fall day and day seven would literally be the day which you kind of faff about um, until you need to catch your plane sadly back home. As regular listeners by now will know we had a few um, issues with the deuce so we decided not even bother with the deuce and we just jumped in an uber and made our way to Excalibur. We wanted to make the most of the myvegas two for one buffet reward we'd already done it over at Luxor and really enjoyed that, a massive saving really. So we thought Excalibur, we've really liked it every other time we've gone there. I like it in particular because I can choose my own drinks. And all in all, for the prize, it ain't a bad buffet at all. Prior to me recording it, I had found out that Pennies for Vegas had already been and reviewed it, but I didn't have a clue what his opinion of the place actually was. So I really had no preconceptions what the buffet was going to be post-Covid. As it was, the queue wasn't too long to get in, Um, got a table relatively quickly, service was pleasant. Um, And then we went up for the food, had a look around, and I think really the time we'd got there, which was late-ish, it was more of a brunch than a breakfast. But what really threw me was we were queuing for the food, well for the breakfast food to be um, exact. But I couldn't really tell what everybody was actually queuing for. So you could see the, the main central area where you could have um, your meats like sliced off like a carver. Eh? Um, on the right from there was some other um, bits and bobs, fruits and salady things and all that kind of stuff. But when you got to the main breakfast stuff, your sausages, your bacon, your eggs, I think they had an omelette station, I think. But people were just queuing, so there was a long line of people right next to all the food stations so not only could i not see what 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 was at the food stations i couldn't bloody get to the food anyway and the british part of me really didn't want to like barge through the queue just to get like a sausage or something because i thought that'd be really rude but at the same time the other part of me was like well you like just piss off and it was really you can probably hear my voice now it was really irritating me I just couldn't comprehend what the hell was going on because in my eyes, you go to a buffet and you might have to wait for like two people in front of you to get something. But you go up and you get your sausages and then you go for a walk and then you get your bacon and then you get your eggs. And it's, it's quite quick and easy because that's the whole idea of a buffet. Isn't it? It's cheap, quick and efficient. I don't have to queue. Well, I shouldn't have to queue. Not a queue of about 20 people. So, yeah first impressions well first impressions were good because the queue for the pain wasn't bad but first impressions the buffet itself really wasn't going well at all and i could only just hope that the food itself was going to rescue it because at this moment in time well at that moment in time i really was not a happy person i hadn't had a coffee for a long long time Um, i was tired i was hungry yeah it was it was so weird, I really was worried that I was going to hate the Excalibur Buffet and I really didn't want to hate it because I'd liked it so often in the past and as well you can get a 2 for one deal which is always an absolute bonus. Those who have seen my vlog will remember that I just filled my plate full of anything and everything. Breakfast stuff, pizzas, you name it, if I could get my hand on it I'd shut it on that plate. Luckily, all the food was pretty reasonable. Um, didn't really have any complaints, from what I can remember. Um, Eggs were all right. Bacon. The whole breakfast thing was nice. It's what I kind of expected from a buffet. It's what I've had before. wasn't anything to get overly excited about, but at the same time, it wasn't anything to be extremely annoyed about. Did it make the wait feel any less annoying? Not really, because I'd not had my coffee yet. So, fill up on coffee. My mood kind of... uh, Resolved, so I was a little bit happier a little bit uh, more amenable to what was going on and so we decided to go up for some more food the second time we'd gone up whoever created that really weird bloody queue um, that had gone and the buffet was like a buffet actually should be and then my laptop has now just pinged up with an update and absolutely ruined it thank you very much when we got to my third plate because For some reason I get full really quickly at a buffet so I'll just thank my body for wasting any money that I might have actually been able to save. The desserts, I really hope they would have saved the day but the cinnamon roll was really dry and the other things weren't too bad. Am I going to go back to Excalibur Buffet? Yes I am. Um, Every place I have good days and bad days. I think we went on an okay day. It takes a lot for me to not like food. Um, I couldn't have finished the cinnamon roll, it really was that dry but everything else was okay. I've eaten far far worse, especially in the UK and I've paid far far more for far far poorer quality food as well. While well, we in the Excalibur, after we've had something to eat we decided to do a bit of gambling. Um, I really wish I hadn't bothered. I just could not eat anything, no matter what game I played it was just teasing and teasing and nothing and nothing. Um, we did play Heidi. We actually won on Heidi. Not a massive win, but it wasn't too bad. But some of the games, God, they were bloody annoying. I just think the whole day was just there to annoy me. Whether it was because I knew it was our last fall day and I was in a bit of a mood because I wanted to stay longer, or maybe it was the fact that I was just absolutely exhausted, or maybe it's just the fact I'm an absolute miserable shit. Don't really know. But yeah, we couldn't hit anything at Excalibur, so from that point we decided to quit while we weren't ahead and have a look at Old Town. Is it called Old Town? I can't remember, I got this wrong last time in one of the vlogs. I'm going to have to double check, as always. Okay, so I've checked my own YouTube video, so that's an extra review. (laughs) It was Town Square, that's what it's called, Town Square. Jumped on the deuce from um, Excalibur. town square it's only a couple of stops actually but it's definitely not walking distance don't ever think you can walk from Excalibur to town square because it will kill you if you're fitter and younger than i am which quite a lot of people are yeah you can do it but i really don't recommend it it's a place i've seen so many times on so many trips when you're on the deuce drive past it oh there's town square that looks interesting we'll give that a go but we never actually did but uh, this trip i thought you know what we're going to go there to the point where we're going to go we're going to go shopping and we're actually going to find somewhere to eat there as well so we can uh, make the most of that area i'd heard a few good things about it uh cathy grant she'd been there as well so she'd vlogged from there and um i think that's was during christmas yeah during the christmas one where she also went to the pinball hall of fame and um it looked like it was going to be quite quiet which i like which is weird but i don't like massive crowds it yeah that makes sense Yeah, so Juice, Town Square, Town Centre? Town Square, yeah. It was really nice. Um, I could have spent a lot longer there. But um, we've done a bit of shopping, Um, got some, I don't know where I got. What did I get? I got some stuff. I'd read that there was um, a board game shop there. I think it was the one that was um, a couple of years ago at Container Park but it got too expensive for them, or it was that they were on the third floor, and a lot of shops on the third floor at the container park actually don't get much um, footfall, so they seem to struggle more than the rest of the container park area. But the shop itself was um, a bit like what we get at Forbidden Planet, but far, far, far better, and there was far more board games. I've recently just been to Manchester. I forgot the name of the flipping shop, but there was a shop, in Manchester there's just like um, this board game shop in Town Square. It's wall to board, uh, board games. Not like your Monopolies or your Cluedos or anything like that. It was more like Dungeons and Dragons, but it does more than that. There's card games as well. It's it's um it's something that seems to have taken off massively now. I really was born at the was I born at the wrong time? No, I really do like being born where I was because 90s cartoons and 80s cartoons and stuff far better than the shit kids watch these days. But when it comes to the acceptance of gaming and board gaming and role-playing, there's a lot more acceptance of that now. Whereas when I was a kid, if they knew that you was playing a board game where you rolled a ten-sided dice and scored three points and killed the wizard, then you'd get the shit kicked earlier. You know, that, that's just the way it was sadly but like I said things are things are very different now but the shop itself was brilliant even Jane bought herself a Goonies based game uh, which I really like the look of this hero quest there I've still got the original hidden somewhere in the house but it's, it's all in pieces I haven't got all the parts sadly the nice thing about that shop was though he didn't he didn't have any bags I understand that we don't want to use plastic all the while we want to save the environment But if you're selling these games, and some of these games are bloody massive, it would be nice to have some means to actually transport them from one place to another. And as it was, we'd bought about four or five different games, and I had nothing to carry them with. So we, um, well, me, thinking I was clever, I decided to go to Lids, bought myself a Chicago Cubs cap, then asked the chap if I could have one of the biggest bags he's got. And he politely obliged as well. I know in the UK they looked at me like I was an absolute crazy loon. But uh, no, thanks very much, mate, to the, um, yeah, to the in Little Little Lids, not Little. I didn't get a baseball cap from Little. Uh, but yeah, so I managed to finally get a bag and we shipped a bottle of, all of our, uh, toys in there. They're not toys, they're board games. It's very grown up. And also be rude of me not to actually mention the name of the shop, because that would help if you wanted to go there. It's called The Gaming Goat. I recommend going. Um, just take a bag, and a lot of money, because you will want to buy a lot of things there. You may have noticed that I actually skipped the fact that we actually went to Times Square, then had something to eat, and then did the shopping. But I just want to talk about the shopping bit first, because I'm always talking about food. The place we actually booked was called um, Texas to Brazil. Now, we had planned to go to a Texas steakhouse before this, but it was on one of the days when we needed so much food, we just couldn't stomach any more food, so I actually had to cancel it. It was on the strip as well, and I've totally forgot the bloody name of it. I think a Brazilian steakhouse or something like that. We'd seen it on uh, a few vlogs, and it looked really nice. So the idea was to do like a comparison of these two Brazilian steakhouse places, but as it ended up, we only went to this one, which was called Texas to Brazil. It wasn't cheap, but it was cheaper than the equivalent in the UK. But then again, you do get that quite a lot anyway. But even with the painted dollar being a bit crap and things being more expensive, this Texas to Brazil in uh, Vegas at Ten Square was um, cheaper and the food was nicer. Um, the salad bar had an absolutely humongous choice. It wasn't just salads. There was a lot of um, dried dried meats um some soups as well breads salad stuff he was lovely you could have just well you can actually you could just pay to just do the salad bar you don't actually have to do the whole waiters coming up with different meats like sausages and steaks and fillets and pork and sausage and chicken um they also had things like garlic mash, um, rice, lobster bisque, which I never tried. How uh, else did they have? Oh, French fries, potatoes, gratin. They also did desserts, but we'd eaten so much food. I just could not stomach any dessert, which is a shame, really, because everything was absolutely amazing. If you did just want to eat at the salad area, 29 99 is the dinner price, and $24.99 is lunch. Um, If you want the full shebang with all the meats, uh, dinner is $54.99, and lunch is $34.99. Now, we'd gone just in time for lunch, which was 11.30 till 2.30. We actually turned up more or less 20 past two, and we thought we wouldn't... Well, we thought we wouldn't served, or they'd kick us out really early, but... um. No, we, we sat down about half two, which is technically when they close, and we ate there. Well, we sat there and tried to eat for about an hour. And the service was really good. The service I could not afford at all. And I think I'd like to go again, but this time I won't do an Excalibur buffet and then do this Brazil steakhouse because that was a very big mistake because I got full very, very quickly. Before we leave Town Square, I've got to mention the Ethel M um, Factory place. There is an actual Ethel M Factory and Cactus Garden you can go to. It's just outside um, Strip, somewhere. We went there when we did a Hoover Dam tour. It's really nice. They do the Cactus Garden out during Halloween and during Christmas. You can see them make the chocolates. They're really nice chocolates, by the way. get a few free samples. But at the Town Square, they've actually got a shop there. It's not cheap, think hotel chocolate prices, um, which is you know in the UK, that's not cheap, but it is nice quality chocolate. I love Cadbury's, but sometimes I like some, that are just a little bit nicer. Out of Town Square we cut the Deuce uh, back up onto the Strip. Like I said, the Deuce was a nightmare trying to get from Fremont back down to the Strip, but travelling up and down the Strip we didn't actually have any problems with it whatsoever. Our next stop is going to be Mirage. We had to see the Volcano for what could possibly be the last time. Now, at the point of recording this, according to the internet, it is going to stop performing quite soon, which is a massive shame. I'm glad we got to see it. We really like it. It's cheap. It's cheerful. It's impressive. If you've not seen it before, it's really amazing. If you've seen it hundreds of times, it's still does nice to, to watch. Do you know what I mean? It's... Um, it's old vegas isn't it with the theming and i've said this numerous times i like my theming there's nothing wrong with theming we don't all want to be beige do we you know what i mean um so yeah we, we got to see mirage volcano show for the last time for us anyway and then from then if we was going to go straight back onto the strip no we wasn't we was going to go straight onto fremont we was already on the bloody strip as it was our last full day, we decided to spend the vast majority of the evening at Four Queens, because we love Four Queens. We did a lot of gambling, and we could not lose. We It wasn't a win-win-win-win-win. Um, initially, I did think, oh my God, this is this is going to go wrong. We're going to lose a lot of money. But from the one point where I think Jane had about $30, $40, I had about 20 $30. We both went our separate ways did a bit of gambling the next thing you know we've got hundreds um it was amazing we've played lots of different machines don't get me wrong but we seem to have more luck when we're not playing machines together if you ignore the time we nearly got the hand pay with uh buffalo gold but generally yeah we we both went our own separate ways came back with quite a lot of money as well chuffed about that we played the gremlins game which was actually the gremlins game and not the mogwai mode first time we saw the gremlins game it was the gremlins mode Dad loved it, I really liked it, it's one of my favourite films, and the Gremlins mode is a lot more fun in my opinion. The bonuses, the random ones, um, those ones that just pop on the screen, you don't have to get anything for them, they just appear like the big electric gremlin, or the the kissing gremlin, which is actually from Gremlins 2, not Gremlins 1, but she turns up, she kisses a few wiles onto the robe. It's so much fun, it really, really is. And um, we'd quite a lot on that. So I was playing the one machine, the one Gremlins machine. Jane was playing the other Gremlins machine. Um, and it was for Dad, really, because that was what Dad used to play when we was at uh, Tropicana. That was a Starbucks run, if you want to call it that. And it was it was nice. Um, I think it ended up, I'm sure I said it on the vlog, that we'd taken $1,000 um, gambling money. And the plan was, if we'd spent... So I was taking roughly... How much would it be? Just over $100 a day. So the idea was, if we'd spent it all, then that's it. If we actually won, then whatever was left at the end, like the extra, would be put away. I think we ended up, out of the $1,000 gambling budget, we came back with about 500 And bearing in mind, we did a lot of gambling, not as much as some people do, but we did a lot of gambling that we wanted to do, that we really enjoyed, and we came back with $500 ready for October. So, all in all, I don't actually think that was that bad an outcome. Um, I'll be surprised if I ever see a day when we win thousands upon thousands. But then again, you have to be willing to bet that amount to win that. Like when we got the near um, Buffalo Gold hand pay, I think we was betting either $1.80 or $2.00 something we ended up getting the bonus, um, we got all the buffalo gold turned, all the animals had turned into buffaloes, it was just shy of 1,200, um, that was a great night, that was, it um, was, absol- well, we was pretty tipsy. We've never recreated that, but do you know what, it's not all about winning, um, I've said it before, if we can just sit at a machine, chuck some money in, and then just play and play and play. We don't have to win much. Don't have to win anything really. Just get some of our money back. Um, that's all we like. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say no to a flipping hand pay. Who would? I'm talking about hand pays. So I've read so many times now. That they've been looking to increase the, the, the taxable limit or something. So... At the moment, I think it's one thousand two hundred. I might be wrong, but it's around that. So if you win anything over that, you get tax on it. But obviously, because people are betting bigger, the bets themselves are bigger. Times have moved on. I think they might be looking at moving that threshold. God knows what. Too, if they do move it, I've got a bloody chance of a hand But um, hey. So yeah, last last night, um, it was at four queens. I managed to get myself a silver strike dollar as well. Um, I do like those. It's quite fun, a nice little souvenir to have. And if you're lucky, you can end up with getting one that's quite um, collectible. I've only got two at the moment. I got the Halloween one from a couple of years ago. And I've got this recent one from the last trip. So yeah, went to bed, happy. Won a bit of money. Tired and exhausted. Um, And then yeah, day seven, we got up. Realised that we didn't have to actually get to the airport till about two-ish. So we decided to have a bit of brekkie. Brekkie had to be White Castle. Can't go a whole holiday and not have a flipping White Castle. We didn't have too much. Just had a burger or two each and some fries. Um I, I like White Castle. I hate this saying, but it is what it is. It's just nice just to go in there and have a dirty burger. It's fine. Did a bit of gambling. Checked out... And then of course we would forgot bloody pizza rock how can you forget pizza rock i i love pizza rock it just seems the more we go the more i like it it was bloody hot that day as well and you can't you can't eat inside pizza rock there's a proper restaurant area but as you walk in on the right hand side you've got like the takeaway part so obviously if you buy something from the takeaway part you can't go and sit in the restaurant area because that would be bloody stupid So, Jane found a seat outside. I got us a... Well, Jane got a pepperoni one. I got a plain uh, cheese and tomato, margarita, if you want to call it that. It was bloody hot outside. The pizza was hot. I was hot. The seats were hot. My arse was on fire. Not because of a dodgy curry. It's because the seat was bloody hot. Um, Such a nice pizza. Really, really was. I think it's going to be irregular for us to have pizza rock. I'm tempted as well to go and sit inside one of the days, um, try one of their Chicago style ones or something like that. But yeah, you, you can't you can't beat it. I know a lot of people like secret pizza at Cosmo, but I don't know if that's just the fact because it's a secret pizza, which to be honest isn't a secret anymore because everybody bloody knows about it. But yeah, that day seven was short and sweet. White Castle, um, pizza arc, bit of gambling jumped in at uber got a free upgrade um at the airport nothing nothing massive but um the chap was so nice we uh, we got there too early <laughs> yeah we got there really early actually walked up to the counter uh chap looked at our passport looked at our tickets sorry no he wasn't looking at our tickets he's got to print those off hasn't he but he's looking at our passport then he looked a bit quizzically and then he walked off and spoke to one of his um seniors and I just thought oh my god we're in some shit like what what's up like have, have we got something we shouldn't have have I flagged up as a terrorist or something I thought shit so I could see him talking to his colleagues and he was pointing over at me and Jane and I was like what what if the ticket's wrong what if there's a Covid rule that's changed while we've been on holiday and I don't know about it and he comes up to us and he goes oh, I'm really sorry I've been I've been trying to get you um a bit, some better seats because you're right at the back which is quite tight and I understand that um, it might be more beneficial if you get a better um, better seating with more leg room and me and Jane were typical Brits no 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 it's all right don't worry we we understand we we paid the lower end tickets so we don't expect anything especially anything for free we already pay extra for um, one suitcase but now he he, um, he carried on and he managed to get us, um, are they called bulkhead seats? You know, basically ones at the front row. Obviously not um, premium economy or third class or anything. Although, was it premium economy? Either way, we, we got seats where there was nobody in front of us. So I could spread my super lanky long legs. Um, Jane had nobody sitting next to her as well. So we had a three-seater front row or to ourselves and we didn't have to pay for it and I'm very grateful to Virgin Atlantic for not only doing that on our flight back but they helped us on our flight there and our previous trip on our flight back they did the exact same thing so do you know what thank you very much Virgin Atlantic I knew there's a reason why we always fly with you so that was it the end of our vacation holiday wherever you want to call it first time back in Vegas after a long time we kept ourselves sane ish by watching other people's vlogs. Um you could tell, especially the Brits, we were so happy to be back. Um it was a long time coming. We was really chomping at the bits. Some of the vlogs that have come out of these trips, like um Kevin Alderton, bloody hilarious, I really, really are. But it is so nice to get back there. Um talking about getting back there, you all know it's gonna be October next for us. Jane has mentioned a few occasions now where We've been watching um, in particular Pennies and Matt and Jane's gone, Well Pennies and Matt Bridger, they go without their, their partners, like why don't you go on your own? And um, part of me would like to um, I would like to see it from a different perspective. But I don't I don't know. It would just seem weird experiencing things with Jane not being there I'd feel a bit guilty but at the same time I wouldn't want to go there and do the exact same things that we've done before because that's just going to be boring but like I've never had poutine and um I'd like to try it but I'd like to be there with Jane so I'd be trying the poutine I'd try and get Jane to try it and then we could laugh if she found it horrendous or not because personally it sounds like something I'd really really like so so the experiences I'd like to share those with Jane but um you never know, maybe I will go on my own one day. Maybe I'll go with my brother or my dad, or some of my um, old school friends, um, maybe one of them decides to get married. I think there's only one who needs to get married now, actually. Or it could just be like, um, well, we're coming up to 50, soonish, right? Three, 77, 2017, five years. Mm. Any excuse, I suppose, but yeah, October for now, if there's any more obviously I'll let you all know, but I'm rambling as I always do, so I just want to thank you all again for uh, listening to this podcast, Um, I really do appreciate it, it is nice talking about my trips, Um, I need to work out what other material I'm going to talk about next time, I might go back and do that research on Fontainebleau and um, see if I can get anything from that. But um, apart from that, I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do. Paints for Vegas, he's got a blog out now, and that links to his tips of the day. And his tips of the days are, they're brilliant, they're invaluable, they really, really are. So I definitely recommend reading the blog and watching his videos. But for now, I just want to thank everybody who was prescribed. I think at last count, I'm on 415. Maybe one day I'll get to 500. You never know. The October trip might help with that one, especially if I don't use my crappy phone to make the videos. Thank you, everybody. Please like, subscribe, and share. And it just leaves me to say, "Terrabit." My dog stepped on a bee. Stepped on a bee. Stepped on. Stepped on. Stepped on on a bee. My dog stepped on a bee. Stepped on a bee. Bee. Bee.